0: this is another installment of carrots minus suffering this one is on the druid class we continue to bring you these while we are on vacation you should all get your covid vaccine please do so it might bring us back faster or something
1: (laughs) it will make us happy it will make us so happy
2: we want to see people again. To be fair,
1: once you've reached your P community, Nate, we're probably going to see people anyway, whether they all get vaccinated or not.
0: I mean, are, is that a threat? or Like what?
1: That's a promise. That's that's a hope. <laughs> a threat? I'm saying the four of us are going to be able to see each other, whether the white big white world gets vaccinated or not.
2: I am threatening you with the biggest of hugs.
0: Seven days. There's
1: going to be a dog pile, y'all. And I'll even bathe beforehand.
0: Let's start off with the druid. What is a druid?
1: It's a D&D hippie.
2: No, I think it's really more like the hippie magic girl on American Horror Story Coven. None of y'all watch that, do you? Never mind. A druid is a magic
3: user who harnesses the power of nature to channel their magic or a nature god yeah typically they are dead neutral
0: which brings us to what is your favorite class feature about the druid
3: i think it has to be wild shape because wild shape is really the defining feature of the class Mm -hmm. other classes have access to magic that can allow them to change their form but they're not wild
0: shape i love wild shape
2: what do you love about it
0: Folks who don't know this, I grew up in a pet store and lived on a farm, and so I really like animals. So I like Wild Shape for two reasons. One, animals are the most interesting part of the the Druid class for me, because the rest of nature tries to kill me, and I don't like it that much. And I like the mechanics of taking monster stat blocks and playing with them. Mm. Or beast stat blocks and playing with them.
2: Have you ever noticed that most druids, though, have only a small set of animals that they turn into? Nobody ever, for example, turns into a yak. A wildebeest. Platypus? There are certain beasts that are, you know, better
1: suited to combat than, say, a platypus. Although a platypus is poisonous, so... I want to say wild shape is my favorite druid feature, but I... I wish it leveled up. Mm-hmm. I wish your traits as a beast kept up with the leveling. Because after a while, it's actually not that effective to do any combat as a beast anymore. You know, like, like once you get up to levels 9, 10, 11, like, you're, you're facing things that are probably outmatching your contribution.
3: I think that the circle of the moon wild shape is better than the features of the circle of the land so if you're wild shaping as a circle of the land druid, like that circle is access to extra spells versus in the circle of the moon, your attacks become magical
1: yeah the the primal strike is is a pretty big one for circle of the moon
3: and i i wouldn't i wouldn't outrule like the the power of tanking with wild shape
2: after a certain level threshold you're not actually in an effective tank anymore. I think that's by design, though, because at that point you can also, say, for example, cast Lightning Storm and then, you know, turn into a bear and hold on to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was what was interesting with, from playing a druid. In the beginning, I spent more time as an animal than, than in a human form, but then as we leveled up and her and her spells got ridiculous mm-hmm. and the animal forms didn't improve with those levels,
2: you know, she hardly ever turned into an animal again
0: and she was circle of the land too so the spells were kind of her specialty Mm
2: -hmm. one of the things that i found very helpful in wild shape with sable is the sneak ability of it it's something that's easy to forget as you get higher levels that you can be a pretty useful member of a group by just being sneaky as hell i mean who's going to expect that a sheep in the group of all those sheep is actually listening to what you have to say.
3: Yeah, Wild Shape is so versatile. You can, you can use it to tank, you can use it on the offensive as a fighter, and yes, you can use it to spy. It's great.
2: And you can use it to eat a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> if you say, accidentally kill someone, your giant owl can swallow them whole. That was not a proud moment. It
1: was beautiful. (laughs) It sounds like your proudest
3: moment, Julie.
1: It it turned my character
2: vegetarian
3: straight off the bat.
0: It was one of my favorite moments. It was a very
3: silly campaign.
0: I do think that they made a game design decision that I disagree with because they basically put a level restriction on movement. So you can't get flight until level eight. And. I know why they did it. Like I'm certain that this is a, a mechanical balance mm-hmm. thing based on access to other spells. But wild shape is such a defining feature for the druid and every druid character I've ever dm'd for has thought they could fly earlier.
1: Well, there there's also sort of an option as a dm you can you can change that
0: rule. I do sometimes change rules, although I try not to. I yeah. try to stay within the bounds that I'm given just to keep expectations level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Usually, Druid sort of sneaks up on me because you'll be four levels in before someone's like, and I'm a hawk. And I have to be like, oh, actually, you're not. <laughs> I'm Sorry. here to disappoint you instead of run the game now.
2: It's okay, Nate. We're used to you being here to disappoint us. <laughs>
0: I've got a job to do. I I take pride in it.
2: It surprised
1: me when I found Beast Spells doesn't come until 18th level.
0: Yeah, I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. And if you're playing two, three hours at a time, like, it can take years, like, years in real lifetime to get to level 18. So why does some of the most interesting flavorful powers come out at 17, 18, 19, 20? What role does the Druid play in the party?
3: I I would go back to their versatility. I think somewhat like a cleric, you can have different philosophies as a druid even if they're primarily neutral. The first character I ever created was Thalia, fox-eared gnome druid in Nate's first Fenrir campaign. And Thalia was very much a peace-love, balance kind of druid versus ruthless and survival of the fittest philosophical bent as your druid so i mean i think there's plenty of Mm -hmm. avenues to explore with like how how your druid's philosophy and uh, approach towards people is Mm -hmm.
1: framed Mm -hmm. it seems like they can be used to as a balancing feature to whatever whatever else whoever else is in the party a druid can sort of like Okay, we've got a tank, so I could be a more of a distance fighter. Or, like, oh, we've got all wizards, so I could be a bear.
2: Maybe sometimes I can do some thief things.
0: And as someone who's been in a campaign where every one of you on this call has played a druid, it comes with some interesting curveballs as a class. It doesn't always occur to me, either as a dungeon master or a player, that we have someone who can turn into a chicken. <laughs>
2: I'm so going to turn into a yak in the next game. Yak. You got to do a yak. You got to do a yak. Or yak. A platypus. Do the platypus, too. I mean, Have I even you seen know. a pl- Well, yeah, we're in Fenrir. I've we're definitely in Fenrir. Seen-, you've you've platypus, seen something. Platypus came from Fenrir. It's the one <laughs> animal that escaped from Fenrir. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I really like about the druid and that I think kind of plays to what their role is in the party is that, like clerics, wisdom is their defining trait. So one of the things that I think about when she makes decisions is sometimes she makes like sometimes she makes the best out of situations in a way that is maybe above her age. She's definitely more of a ponderer than mm-hmm. most of my characters are. And one of the things that I actually am really surprised at, she just really doesn't want to kill anything if she doesn't have to.
3: One of the things that's interesting about the way you play Sable is, you know, given that her background is somewhat informed by her house. I have this view of House Verathi as being populated by people who are very much like that survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. Nature is ruthless.
1: She is not morally ambivalent the way that her house, you know, most of the people in her house are, you know, and I think that moral ambivalence is sort of a trait that lends, that the druid class lends itself to because they're concerned about everything just sort of being in this balance and The morals of that are
2: pretty sketch. I take that as, you know, being more raised by servants than being raised by her own family.
0: The thing that is true about high wisdom characters is that regardless of their alignment, I think if they're roleplayed, they quickly become a moral compass or a moderating force in the party. Mm -hmm. And so I think druids often put things into perspective
1: I mean, they can they can be kind of contrarian because they're not they're not inclined to lawful good principles. You know, I mean, they're not they're not necessarily inclined to what is intuitively the right thing to do. They they think on a different scale than that.
0: We'd be remiss if we didn't say that it's really cool to turn into animals and have an extra hit point bar in the form of your animals hit points for tanking. And they can heal. They're not bad healers.
1: Yeah, they're kind of jacks of all trades, but not to this level that a bard is necessarily. But yeah, they can do. They can sort of do a little bit of everything.
0: It's not the skills that mm-hmm. they're the jack of all trades in. It's this weird Swiss Army knife of animal powers and right. bizarre nature-themed magic that nobody mm-hmm. else really has. That mm-hmm. sort of comes together. All right, let's grade this thing. So, so we'll go in the order of who's played the druid most recently so sable or sandra Mm. how are you gonna score druid class a
2: plus 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 sable is awesome no that's not perfect
0: i would have accepted that answer
2: (laughs) i'm gonna say yeah i i do think that that it's a good class and i'm for the most part well balanced i would give it an a and i would put a minus on it for the fact that like like we said, like the ability to swim, the ability to fly is something that comes a little bit later and doesn't necessarily make sense in that particular way. And then the beast form thing that you brought up, Mandy. So a little bit of tweaking, I think, could help, that, but um, very versatile.
1: I think I am also going to say A- and I would like to play a druid again and approach it differently than I did before because, I mean, there were certain things I was trying to establish with that character that didn't have
3: anything to do with
1: her being a druid.
3: I wasn't thinking of assigning pluses or minuses. I'm just going to give it an A. Of character classes that I have played, I think I have played druid the most. A close favorite to, to the cleric as to like what I seem to gravitate towards playing.
0: So there's always someone in our group who has the unpopular opinion on the class, and this time it's me. Druid is not one of my most favorite classes, and I have a lot of favorite classes. I would put druid for me personally as a B, and it's not the mechanics that do it for me. I think it's just Nate is not a nature person. Like, I'm like, my God, there's no railing on this trail. (laughs) Who designed this thing? It's completely unsafe. Oh, my allergies. Why is there no shower at the campsite? Like I am the I am the least naturey human being in existence, I think, honestly.
2: You've you've met me, right?
1: <laughs> but but it's interesting that you your your issue is that you cannot personally relate. Nate.
2: This is a fantasy game.
0: It's like how I struggle with bards and musical instrument proficiencies. There's this absurdity that I always see in my mind of like running in with a guitar. <laughs> Bam, 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 bam. And your party's, like, fighting an ogre, and you're like, know, Like, I struggle with Bart, but I have the same, I have a slightly different version of the same problem with Druid. Whereas, like, when I think of nature concepts, I'm like, I can't make a hero. That I personally resonate with. Yeah,
3: I gotcha. You have a hard time getting into that character's head. See, that's that's the exact reason why that was the first D and D class that I played. Like I just gravitated towards it.
2: It's the one the hippies love. <laughs> I was about to say, don't you have a degree in in this? Well, my degree
3: is in biology, but yes, my area of focus was botany. I love to garden. I'm all about camping and hiking.
2: Yep. I'll be over here sneezing.
3: I mean, I think an urban druid would be a pretty cool concept. The the really tough nature that exists within the bounds of civilization. Mm-hmm. What if you're the pet shop guy?
2: What if oh, you're the pet shop that guy? That would be cute! Yeah. You could be a pet you're shop a- boy!
0: I own 100 fish tanks, and now I can talk to fish.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so many concepts out there. The The cat lady... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could you could be a crazy cat lady nate
0: i'm nearly you, you there kind of already yeah so that's uh, your
1: starting point see that's
2: your jumping off point yeah you, yeah you're, you're like, there. there's
0: part of the druid class i do get along with is the animal portion which is why i didn't give it a c
2: i do have to point out that you are you as somebody who is an educator are giving a lower grade to something because you don't like it
0: <sighs> yep i did that i did that <laughs> Do as I say, kids, not as I do. do. (laughs) And with that, I believe we came to an A minus. So, (laughs) Druid, A minus. Thank you, everyone.
3: Bye. Bye.